Good morning, everybody, and welcome to the 425 Show, your place to be for all things real estate and lifestyle related here on the East Side. I'm your host, Nicole Mangina with Windermere Real Estate. Today's real estate update came up twice in the last week, so definitely worthy of an update. In a fast moving market like this, where we're saying everything sells super quick and you get multiple offers and everything goes over the asking price, the question has been, do you need to do any work as a seller? Or you just put, put it on the market and buyers can deal with whatever you have going on? Well, as with most things, it depends. But really the answer is more than likely yes. One of the questions that came up, perfect example, is I was talking with some people last week and they just had an appliance go out. And it's one that it's annoying. They don't want to replace it. They don't like, they could get by without it. So the thought was, well, that's fine. We'll just live without it. We'll live without this appliance. Um, and the conversation I had with them was, well, that's fine. You can live without this appliance. But when you go to sell your house and you, I mean, you might be there another 15, 20 years, but when you go to sell the house, this appliance needs to work. Um, buyers will expect it to work. So why not spend the money now and get the use out of it? Because you will use it if you have it. And then you'll be able to sell something because you're going to be even more annoyed if you go without it for 15 years and then have to spend money so somebody else can use a brand new version of it. Um, and here's why that's important. And keep in mind, it varies at price points, but you know, this is probably a two and a half million dollar house that we're talking about. Your plan should, should work at two and a half million dollars. Also, personally, I feel, you know, as sellers, because you are getting some pretty spectacular results right now, I think it's not too much to ask to turn over a house in good working order. But it's also the message that it sends. So let's say when I list a property, we pre-inspect it, you know, we make that available to the buyer because we want the buyer to know what they're getting since we know that inspections get waived in a lot of these offer scenarios. So we want to make sure the buyer still has the information. But even with that, when something as basic as an appliance doesn't work, it starts to raise a red flag for the buyer. What they start to wonder is, what else have you not maintained that you didn't disclose and the inspector might have missed and now is going to become my big money problem once they take ownership of the house? So, and my filter is always for every dollar you spend, you should get at least $5 back in your return. So some things aren't worth doing because they don't meet that criteria. But if you could spend $5,000 getting your house ready and get 25 or even $50,000 back, isn't that worth the money? So that's the answer to today's real estate update. Should you do things to prep your house? Yes, there is still in this market. Could you sell it without the appliance working? Of course. Would you leave money on the table? Absolutely. So there you go. If you have questions, if you're thinking about prepping your house for sale, by all means, reach out. I am happy to help. You can find me via email, Nicole at NicoleMangina.com. And without that, it rolls in perfectly to our guest today to how do you add value to your house both for today and then when you go to sell it. We've got Scott Carty with Backspace Sheds on the show with us today. Welcome. How are you? I'm well, Nicole. Thank you for having me on. Yeah, absolutely. It's um, Backspace Sheds. We got lots of stuff to talk about. We got a lot to talk about. Yeah, it's this nice is to awesome. take a break from the sawdust right now, though. <laughs> what was that? You're covered it's in sawdust. Take a little break from the sawdust right now. Well, it's probably, that's probably a good thing. <laughs> so tell us, um, A, what Backspace Sheds is all about, and then I'm always curious about your journey. How did you get here? 
Yeah, well, I guess maybe I'll begin with the journey first because that was what makes the, the result a little different. Um, for many, many years, I was actually on radio and mm -hmm. TV here in Seattle on Como TV, and I became an entertainment correspondent. So I was covering movies and interviewing movie stars and on a plane all the time and wearing suits and you know nice fancy shoes and staying in five-star hotels. And then I, I also took a job um, at Spirit 105.3 Radio, and that job ended in March of 2020. And I think we all remember that time. It was yeah. really like the next day was the whole shutdown. So oh, I wow. found myself uh, unemployed from media and realizing that there really weren't going to be a whole bunch of media jobs opening up. <laughs> so after a while, I decided, let's go suits to boots and get back to some roots that I have in construction. And I grew up in construction around my, my family. My dad was with Selen Construction, okay. uh, built a high-rise tower in Bellevue, a couple of high-rises in Seattle. And it was always just one of those things in my blood, avid remodeler. So I said, hmm, everybody's home and they want home offices because they're all sitting at their dining room table with three laptops. Yes. Um, screaming at each other <laughs> so i'm going to create i'm going to start building sheds and then i got to thinking about okay you got to get you got to get back some space and no let's do it in the back space and backyard and and kind of built the brand from that so that is backspace sheds and we're doing everything now from home offices to storage sheds to a whole bunch of dining shelters for restaurants that's amazing I think that's, I think that makes you a hero. Anybody oh. that allows me to go eat out and not have to cook dinner, yeah. you are a hero. <laughs> it's been exciting for us. We've been really, really honored to be able to work with Chef Ethan Stoll. And of course he has a number of restaurants in the Seattle area and just keeps growing and growing. Um, and, you know, they started out doing what everybody was doing, which was the tents and trying to get the infrared heaters. And it's it just, it's not that re, that comfortable of an experience. Yeah. And, you know, they've been smart enough to look at it and say, this is going to be a long haul thing. So let's put in something that's going to be able to withstand that. And we created these dining shelters and, and many of them were able to separate them so that you have your own sort of pod. Right. With all sorts of ventilation. And because we have the shelter instead of the tent uh, within Seattle Fire Department, then they can come in and they can actually use propane heaters. So you're nice and toasty and cozy. So it works out oh, great. Oh, that's great. Yeah. That's awesome. Um, Cause I've been in somewhere it's more of the tent yeah. and it's okay until about halfway through your meal and you realize I am really cold. <laughs> I'm cold in that tent's going flap, flap, flap against the side. And yeah. Yeah. I want a less rustic experience. I there think sometimes, <laughs> but you're, they're great. We were talking about it before the show. I haven't been to how to cook a wolf yet since you set up your, the outdoor spaces there, but I was by there the other day and they're just, they're beautiful structures. I mean, they'd be great to have there even without COVID. So to allow them to be open is great. Um, I mean, it's great for us to go, but it's also keeping people employed. And yeah, so yeah, all of that. I think you saw the ones down in at How to Cook a Wolf in Madison Park. Right, exactly. And that was a unique opportunity. That was actually the first one that we did for them because they actually do have a little park right outside the restaurant that yeah. was donated to the community many years ago by a local family. And Ethan and his team said, hey, we'll take over maintaining the park mm -hmm. um, if we can use it as dining space. You know, the idea that we can put some tables out there on a sunny summer evening, right? And so then when we built the structures, 
their commitment, and, and they've done this at the other locations as well, was to say, this is a community space, you know, until we start seating people at four o'clock, we'd love it if somebody was sitting out there with a cup of coffee or something from the neighborhood bakery or, you know, meeting with a friend and being able to have social distance and be covered. Um, and so that's been really cool to see. And then we did How to Cook a Wolf up on Queen Anne as well. And right. the same thing. And I mean, I go by and I see people sitting in there with a, a cup of Starbucks coffee and a snack from Starbucks. And, you know, I guess in the restaurant world, you could go, well, that's, they're spending money on a competitor. It's like, no, no, you're, you're, you're serving hospitality. And that's something Ethan does so well. Oh, absolutely. Well, and I think that's been one of the nice things of what's happened in the last couple of months. It feels like we're all just, we're all willing to collaborate on a lot of yeah, things. Yeah, it is. That's been a nice touch, isn't it? Yeah, we don't, it feels like it's not quite so territorial anymore. You see right. that in Kirkland a lot as well. A lot right. of the restaurants, I mean, because their tables are out there, you know, that it's not like they bring them in every night. So, and the coffee shops, you can't sit in the coffee shop anymore. So they're, the natural overflow has, you know, taken over some of those tables during the day. And it's usually the time when the restaurant's not open anyway. So it's not like they're giving up seats to anything. And it's nice to see that still in use. Yeah, yeah, it is. It's really, it's a, it's a cool sort of side effect. Yeah, absolutely. So let's talk about backspace when it comes to our houses, because um, I mean, I think even before COVID, this was a thing, right? Storage, but also it always feels like you just need that one extra room, especially with these open floor plans. And I love the whole idea of being connected, but sometimes you just need a dedicated space for something. Yeah. Yoga, work, a place to just go hide where nobody knows you are right now. <laughs> All of that. My, uh, my, my girlfriend, you know, her two kids, it, it's so funny because they're like, she'll, she'll leave to go to the bathroom. Uh -huh. <laughs> where are you going? Yeah. Where are you, going? where are you, mom? Where are you? And, and that oh. idea of having a space to go to is like, so, so worthwhile for people. Um, for the sheds, like I said, we we're doing the home offices. We've done storage mm -hmm. sheds. You know, I, we, I have a, a shop here in Ballard. Um, that I collaborate with Marion Built Construction and surrounding us are like three massive storage facilities that people are spending hundreds of dollars a month for a cube that they can't access just to hold their stuff, right? Yeah. And I look at that and I'm like, you're getting no value for that whatsoever. And instead, if you were to put a shed in your backyard and have it custom built by us, Right. We can do everything to match the roof line of your house. We can match the siding of your house. We can make it look completely different if you want to go a little funky with it. Um, yeah. And so I think that you add value. I'd, I'd love to hear from you. You know, you mentioned the appliance and about getting that, that five times return. Um, mm -hmm. You know, I look at it and it's like, if you spend $10,000 on a shed, I kind of look at it and think, yeah, you're adding $50,000 of property value. A hundred percent. I mean, you really are. And, you know, especially for a lot of reasons, but a lot like, you know, we have one, it's tucked back in a corner of the yard. We're never going to use anyway. It's kind of covered by a tree. Um, it looked, it matches the house. So it looks really nice. Yeah. And like you said, and you can do these for a really reasonable amount, especially because also, like you said, we were paying storage unit fees before. Right. They're super expensive. Yeah, and I, there are a lot of options out there. I mean, obviously, we're in competition with Tough Sheds. That's mm -hmm. a big, long-standing company. Yeah. 
um, for the storage side, you know, there's modern shed and there's studio shed out of Colorado. Uh, those are, those are kits and that's a different mm -hmm. concept. You know, we, we want to build it for you, uh, right. not expect you to figure out how to build it or expect you to find the contractor to put the pieces together and transfer sure. your yard. Um, and, and we want to build it like a house so that it's actually going to be stable for a long time. Uh, it isn't going to be one of those things that wobbles and falls apart after 10 years. And by no means is it one of those plastic snap together sheds. Um, I just, you know, I just actually had to remove one of those for a project that we're doing uh, a big 14 foot long kayak cabin. That's yeah. Pulleys that the kayaks are going to go up. Oh, that's awesome. And they can sit down with a bottle of wine and have their little space. And you know, it's going to be really cool. But they had one of these plastic sheds and it wasn't there for very long, but it just, that plastic just sort of started to disintegrate. And I, I really, I felt sick when I hauled that to the landfill and just dumped it. And I'm like, your house can stand there for a hundred plus years. Why not make a shed that can do the same thing, right? Well, exactly. And the shed, I mean, you can repaint it. You're right. Those plastic ones, once they start to go, there's no, you can't revive them. There's no bringing them back. Board almost. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, if you are just tuning in today, we've got Scott Carty on the show with us today with Backspace Sheds, um, which is amazing because we all need extra space right now. Um, and like you said, you know, A, just from the plain storage standpoint, I think the other thing is, is we all have different storage needs, right? Whether it's maybe it's kayaks or it's bikes or ski gear or whatever it is everybody's storage needs are different. So when they work with somebody like you, you can help design not only the exterior in the space, but the interior of the space and how that's going to work. Cause it doesn't do you any good to get a, sh a shed with bunches of shelves. If what you need are more racks or something yeah. else based on what you're going to need that space for. Yeah. And that's what we really, really try to sit and go through our clients with and mm -hmm. say, Hey, what do you, what do you need? What do you mm -hmm. want? And yeah. what do you think about this? Because we can create all sorts of options. We had one client who during the pandemic decided he wanted to get one of those big electric bikes and oh, yeah. like a big long one. It has the, like a cargo carrier in the front, oh. it can sit, you know, and this, this thing was like probably nine feet long oh, and thousands of dollars. Yeah. And he doesn't want to just tuck it under the deck. And so we ended up building a shed for him. Um, that I still think was probably less than the bike. <laughs> um, and it, we, we created a, a taller shed so that they could put some shelving above. We put a yeah. door at the end with a ramp so he can just wheel that right in. Right. Uh, metal fabricator that I work with, we actually created a, a bracket that's securely bolted in uh, inside mm -hmm. that a chain goes through and yeah. you cannot, I mean, that bike's going nowhere. Um, so That's he, awesome. he got some insurance out of that, um, and he's got some storage and it fit in this tiny little narrow spot in their driveway. So that's the kind of stuff that we can look at of, of creating. Um, I've had some people go, oh, you're just, you're just doing these high end offices. I'm like, oh no, 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 no. We're <laughs> when really we'll do everything. Cause we just want to create a solution for people. Yeah. And I think just people need a solution, right? I mean, like I said, really even before COVID, but especially now it, so many people it's like you just need that one extra not just the one extra room it's not really about this it is about the square footage but it's also about sometimes you just need a dedicated yeah. space for something and a space tailored to however it is you're going to use it 
Yeah, it's oh. it's amazing to think though how many people miss commuting right now, right? Just even yes. having that 15 minutes on a good traffic day when you can either decompress or make yes. a couple of phone calls or just listen to music, you know? So yeah. our, our sheds are now the new commute. Well, I, but I think there's huge value in that. Admittedly, you know, I work at the kitchen counter and there's pros and cons to that, right? I, I kind of like chatting with the boys when they come out on their breaks and things like that. It keeps you connected, but it also means at the end of the day, my laptop's sometimes still on the counter. And sometimes I have to take it and put it in another room just for my own mental so that I'm like, no, this is a family space now and not my workspace because otherwise I'm always like, hopping over to send one more email kind of thing. So I think that we're realizing that definition of space, there's big value there as well. It, um, it's been interesting in some of the different scenarios we've come across because the reason I started the company was because I, I was looking at it and saying, hey, we're all using our homes in ways mm -hmm. we never, ever imagined. Yeah. Like never imagined that our home that we would go to at the end of the day to turn the TV on and sit on the couch and have dinner and do homework with the kids would become an office for two adults, right. it would become a school for two to three kids, mm -hmm. it would become a dog sitting service. It would, I mean, it's, it's become all of these things. And to be able to create a solution for folks is, it's really great. Um, yeah. We've seen some people that are, you know, they, they want to, okay, I'm going to go take this corner of the house and, you know, I want to put sheetrock here and then we, we want to put some outlets and, and we want to uh, build in a countertop and I'm going to go get a swanky office chair and all that. I'm like, you can have your own space out there for the same price, really. Yeah. So And not goof up your floor plan and end up with some weird choppy space now in your house. Yeah. And so it's been, it's been fun to be able to create solutions for folks. Yeah. I think that's great. The other thing I was noticing too is, and we talked about how you're doing enclosed spaces for restaurants, but you're helping people, you know, enclose their back because it's their backyard space, because now it's become our entertaining space for, you know, it, when you're comfortable, we've got our little COVID friends, right? The, like the people we've been hanging out with and, you know, we're not doing with a lot of people, but we've got like our kind of safe crew and but we get together outside now and it's in the 30s. So you need a way to enclose that space and keep it warm. I uh, had, had the really lucky fortune that a friend had seen the ones we were doing for the restaurants and said, mm -hmm. I want one from my back deck. Yeah. So we went over and we built one for his back deck and he's in the neighborhood where I am. I drive mm -hmm. by often. And every time I drive by at night, I see those lights that he put up, you know, those, yeah. those patio lights. Um, he put in, he got a, a projector screen from Amazon he oh, put nice. a projector. So I've also been able to go sit in what I built, you know, and, and sip a bourbon and watch a game with him from eight feet away with a fire pit. And yeah. it's been great. So when we were doing the Madison park and the queen Anne had cook a wolf, I had so many people stop by to grab my card because they want that for their back porch. So we're, we're creating that as a home solution as well. I think that's great. And, you know, I've talked to so many people that that's been one of the nice takeaways of all of this kind of when we get back to whatever, I don't even know if you call it normal, but when you get back to stuff being more open, just, and we are the same, we've really enjoyed that outdoors time with our friends and just relaxing. Right. I think like, let's do that. Let's not have dinner parties where you have to break out all this China and do all this weird stuff. Like, let's just hang out in the backyard and call it a day, right? Nobody's stressed out and we really enjoy it. I think that's hopefully here to stay. 
Yeah. And we have the, you know, you can just, if you decide to go without the heater, then you can always have the excuse of, well, it's getting kind of cold. Yes, we should all go home. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) That's funny. (laughs) Yeah. The heaters are an interesting thing. I, for that shed that I was talking about for my friend, Mm -hmm. I ended up getting a couple of infrared electric heaters on Amazon. And Uh at the time, I think the price was $98 a heater. And yeah. it's, you know, it's not bad. They, they don't really warm you. They just sort of take the edge off. I right. think heaters are the best. Um, but I got those. And then a few more friends are like, oh, can, I, can you get some for me through your, my business account? And I went and all of a sudden they're $137. Interesting. And then I went back again. And at one point they were $217. Oh my gosh. <laughs> like, what? <laughs> I think they're back down now, but yeah. There's yeah, blind stuff. demand, I guess. <laughs> you know what? I think at this point, we're probably all willing to pay it if, if it means we can interact with other people. So that's funny. It's funny. I grew up in the Midwest and they're all about the screened in porches. So I was born outside of Chicago, so I totally know. Yeah. So it feels kind of like that right now. <laughs> it does. Just we don't we don't need it because we don't have the mosquitoes. Right. Yeah. But. Now we need it because we need heat and we still want to get together with people outside. I did a, a bid for a family this weekend. They have a view of Green Lake from their uh-huh. property. But in order to get that view, you have to be up about nine and a half feet from the ground. Okay. So what we're going to be hopefully creating for them is a shed that's a storage shed down below. Um, and then off the end of it is going to be a rock climbing wall for their kids. Oh, my and gosh. Rock climbing wall will lead up to a rooftop deck where mom and dad will be sitting with their bottle of wine and their view of Green Lake. So when, when we talk about getting creative and creating custom solutions, we're kind of creating three different spaces out of one six foot by 12 foot shed. That's amazing. Yeah. That sounds so cool. And what a great thing to do on your property. I think yeah. that's awesome. Hopefully there's stairs so they can walk down the stairs and not have to climb well, down after the wall. There will be a little ladder. And I, the I, did, I did warn the mom and dad that that's their sobriety test. So. Yeah. <laughs> well, we'll see. I'm not they'll li- figure it out. I'm not liable for that portion. <laughs> I'm sure they'll figure it out. <laughs> <laughs> well, I also decided to uh, get the kids going with the idea of, I said, hey, you know, we could do a rope bridge from your porch to the roof. Yeah. yeah are you guys going to do that? They were all for that. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah, I think that's great. Again, if you're just tuning in, we've got Scott Cardi on the show with us with Backspace Sheds. And you guys do the most amazing custom sheds. It's everything from storage to like space you can use, office space. I I, like yoga sheds. I'm picturing like, you know, sometimes you see those great little when the kids are little, like the, not dollhouses, but like the kids sheds, right. When they have their little spaces and it's like the grown up version of that. These are really adult playhouses. Absolutely. Um, The very first one that we did was for an ad executive in town. And he, it was interesting because he also does Olympic style weightlifting. And so he wanted to be able to have his weights in there. Mm -hmm. And he was thinking of putting a Peloton in there. And then when he finally got it built and we used some of the old cedar decking um, where that we, that's what the space was where we put the shed was the cedar deck. We took that decking and then clad a wall with it. And by the time we did that, he's like, no way, man. I just want a desk and a couch. (laughs) (laughs) But he created it so that he can do his weightlifting outside. uh, 
outside of the shed and it's like he's got just this oasis and you know i i uh, i know he's very happy and content there yeah i do think that's one of the nice things about this is we're kind of falling back in love with our homes yeah um you know like we're really learning to love our spaces and figure out what it is we want and create that and I think that's pretty cool because I think for a long time, at least in our house, we're just busy, right? You know, before this whole COVID thing, you're just trying to get out the door and then we got kids, mm-hmm. we're running to practices. Like we're just not home that much. And, you know, your house is just something, that place that you live. And now we're really enjoying the space. And I think that's yeah. pretty cool. Yeah. It's also giving a lot of people time to update things in their homes. For sure. That gets the wheels turning about, well, what else could we do? Um, I see all of you at Home Depot when I'm out there. <laughs> I you and I'm competing with you in the aisles. I'm that guy <laughs> with the two carts, though. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I think there's a lot of Home Depot trips going on right now and probably yeah. will be for quite some time. Yeah, you can find me at the Bitter Lake or the Aurora Village or the Lander Street location pretty much on a daily basis. Oh, yeah. I'm sure you probably have to have a couple because yep. things sell. So yeah. that's Awesome. I just, like I said, I, the whole, like he shed, she, whatever the kind of, whatever you want to name your shed, (laughs) we were talking about that before the show. Um, I think, I just think it's great. I think it's a great addition. It feels like no matter what size property you have, you can always find a space for it. Mm -hmm. Um, And there's always some kind of use and the cost really is super affordable. By the time you end up looking at what you would be doing, like you said, to either do a build out buy a different house, go pay storage fees somewhere else. It just makes so much more sense to do something like this and then to do the custom version of it. Yeah. And you can, you can go as far as insulating and putting in sheetrock or you can put wood paneling in. Um, We, we tend to not do the sheetrock business, but we do have people that we refer and same with the electricians. Um, We're not legally licensed to be your electrician. We can certainly dig the trench and get it ready for your electrician um, but we've worked with a couple of different companies and, and they're great. They just get out and they get it done. And then we come back and trim it out and you, you really have a small home, but, and I think for the topic of this show with real estate, obviously you're creating really valued space and hundred percent. we just did one for a client where she just was thinking she wanted a storage shed and mm-hmm. I was yeah, kind of a she shed storage shed. I don't know what I'm going to do with it yet. And again, as we started building it and we did shingles to match the house and we built a storage cabinet on the back, which is, mm-hmm. it looks like it's all part of the shed. Um, and it's only like a foot and a half deep, but it's just enough for all the garden tools. Then she was like, no, no, I want to get this insulated and put in sheetrock and floor cor- carpet tiles. And, and this is going to become my place. I love it. Now she's going to have a great office. So, Oh, that's perfect. So if people are out there, and I know they are, it's not if, they are, they're thinking, I need one of these. (laughs) How do they find you? They can find us on Instagram. They can find us on Facebook, both at Backspace Sheds. And then, of course, we're online, BackspaceSheds.com. And you can just give me a call directly, 206-819-7829. Awesome. Um, There you have it, folks. We will also have links on our website, NicoleMangina.com forward slash podcast after the show because i think everybody needs a shed (laughs) and they do add value great i tend to agree (laughs) awesome well thank you so much for joining us today scott i so appreciate it thank you nicole all right take care everybody have a great week we'll see you next tuesday